Just because you don't know doesn't make you not liable. You're still responsible. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's successful real estate professional as they share it with you. Let's go. A quick word from our sponsor, 24 Sound. 24 Sound is technically an audio production company, but they're way more than that. They're there to help you grow your business from audiobooks to podcasts and everything in between. They're flawless as sound engineers and they're strategic as business partners. Visit them at 24sound.com. You can also email them at hello at 24sound.com. And of course, as a best ever listener, you'll get a best ever discount. Mention best ever and you'll get a 20% discount on your first product. Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and I'm here with today's guest, Nasser El Arabi. Hi, Nasser. Hey, what's going on, Joe? Great to have you on the show. And Nasser is the founder of Real Estate Busters based in Charlotte, North Carolina. He's been investing or been wholesaling since 2011. He's already done close to 100 wholesale deals. He was actually fired from his job and decided to go full-time at wholesaling rehabs and buying investment properties. And he'll get into that in a little bit. And uh, he actually has an interesting story about losing money on his first transaction and what he learned from it. So, you know, I love hearing from investors like him who are extremely successful and also take us back in time to whenever they were struggling with a particular deal and what happened so that we all can learn from that. So with that being said, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Yes, of course, Joe. And I just before we start, I just want to say thank you for having me on, man. It's truly a blessing for you to even have me on this show. So I really appreciate that. And um, as far as how I got started, um, when I was 24, so let's say seven years ago, I was in undergrad and me and my friend, we used to watch the television show Flip That House. And they used to come on a few channels and a lot of you guys probably remember them. And we, we figured after watching, you know, few episodes or so, we figured like, man, that's easy. We can do that. Like, like how hard could it be? All we got to do is, you know, buy, find the house that's messed up, put money into it and yell at some contractors. And yeah, we can be, we can make $80,000 or $90,000 or, you know, 40000 or fifty. So, we, we assumed it was that easy. We were young. Um, like I said, I was 24 at the time and I was an undergrad. And at the time they were doing those uh, stated income loans, uh, no doc, no documentation loans. So anybody with a post can get a loan at that time. And that's how we were able to tackle the property. And as far as fixing the house up, we used our own money. And just so you're listening to know, um, watching flip that house and actually flipping the house is <laughs> is the equivalent to watching ER and performing open heart surgery because you've seen the show. So, you know, it, wait, it, it, you don't flip a house in 30 minutes. I don't understand. <laughs> I, my, my, my world is crumbling right now. <laughs> no, it, it actually doesn't take 30 minutes. Um, it took a little bit longer and contractors are not so trustworthy, you know? So, 
with that being said, man, we, every mistake, we don't even have enough time to go over every mistake we made on this particular house, but we made multiple mistakes. Like one of them paying the guy in cash. Um, we, the guy got, the guy put us on a payment schedule, whereas he was so far ahead of the job. It didn't matter if he showed up or not, but I guess he was like a nice contractor. So he actually continued to show up. I mean, but he took his time with finishing out the job. And by him taking his time finishing out the job, you know, we're making payments and we're we're not going on the market in time. And finally, when we did get on the market, instead of paying attention to like the comps, we based the house off what we felt as those were because our house was just so nice. <laughs> so <laughs> like we paid no attention to the cops. We paid attention to the cops. Um, after sitting in the market for after like three to five months and going through a few brokers, um, we finally decide, uh, somebody finally said, Hey, look, houses is not selling higher than X amount. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we just got to do it like that at this moment. And that's what we did. And eight months was the whole process. And we finally, um, got rid of that house and sold it at a loss for $7,000 a piece. That's what we lost on that deal. But the failures and the lessons in that were priceless, were worth way more than $7,000. So after I sold that house, I relocated to Charlotte, North Carolina and used my degree to get in banking. And I picked up a rental um, the traditional way in 2008, another one in 2009. And in 2010, I discovered creative real estate. And that's how I got started in creative real estate. So based on your experience as a uh, fix and flipper, a wholesale dealer, and an investor yourself, because you have your own investment property, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? Okay, focus. Follow one course until successful. What Joe just broke down, he broke down three strategies that I am using today. The three strategies that I, I, I am using today are, you know, I'm rehabbing houses, I'm wholesaling houses, and I'm buying rentals. But it didn't start like that. Well, it, it did, but it didn't. When I first jumped in creative real estate, what I did, I focused on one strategies, and that is wholesale houses. That So basically, I was buying and selling houses with no money of my own. And that's what I focused on since 2011. And I just got into rehabbing, I want to say, this year. And I have multiple projects going on. But with that uh, being said, it just took focus. Follow one course until successful. That's the best ever real estate advice I can give you. Follow one strategy. Don't jump. Don't try five different strategies as soon as you get it. Just follow one strategy. Let's talk about the wholesaling strategy that you've effectively done. What did you do specifically that helped you get the 100 deals in the relatively short amount of time? Basically, what I've done was I created this presence for myself. And with this particular presence for myself, I went out there. I got involved with my local real estate investment association. And what I did, I volunteered for two years straight. And people just would gravitate to me because they see my dedication and see me working. And the way I was able to do 100 deals in so a short period of time was I 
put myself out there as a wholesaler. I would introduce to myself everybody as a wholesaler. I would, um, everybody within my rear. I have my own YouTube channel. I created a YouTube channel and I do direct mail campaigns and I put out the We Buy House signs. And so many people bring me deals because I, I'm like the expert wholesaler in my market. So, so many people bring me deals that they don't know what to do and I would wholesale. So I do a lot of joint venture um, deals. I, I get my own deals through direct mail and through banner signs. But it was basically, I just marketed myself as a wholesaler and I became the expert in my market. And at that point, people just, you know, bring me deals. Like I have an appointment today. I'm signing a contract from a deal someone brought me, another wholesaler that he doesn't know what to do and, and, and he's new. When you were volunteering for the Real Estate Investment Association, what were you doing? When I was volunteer, I used it. It's crazy because one of the guys he um, came up to me after he he said, "Hey man, I remember uh, you know every Saturday morning you used to serve the speakers uh, coffee, and now you're the one actually speaking, man. You came a long way. It really made me think, man. Like wow, I did come a long way. That's crazy. But yeah, so when I joined my real estate investment association in uh, 2010. What I would do is they would have me uh, for Saturday for the paid classes. They would have me come in and uh, serve the uh, speaker's coffee, clean up, put the chairs up, um, make sure that um, the speakers had their material and things of that nature. And I did that literally for two years straight. And by me volunteering, I would get, get into the event for free. So that was a bonus for me at the time I was working. And also, um, like during our monthly main meetings, I might clean up and set up the projector and things like that. And now you're the one who's being served the coffee and people are setting up <laughs> your your presentations <laughs> on the projectors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like, it's, 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 it's crazy how life works when you focus and really want something. So, yes. And um the uh, president of our uh, of the National Area, who's actually um one of the um, the president of our local RIA as well here in Charlotte, JC Underwood, he wanted me to speak. Uh, I want to say at our last meeting, but I had to tell him like, "Hey, man, I, I can't speak unfortunately because I'm I'm going outside the country on a seven day vacation." He was like, "Wow, man, this is a really old guy." He said, "Look, man, you deserve it. If anybody, you <laughs> <laughs> deserve it, man." And it just made me think about how far I came, man. It, it, it's really humbling. And, you know, I, I've seen one of your videos, well, a couple of your videos, but one of them comes to mind on your YouTube channel where you talk about the $300 assignment fee that you uh, got that made you instantly rich. Can you talk a little bit about that deal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely would love to because I, I love to give people the reality of the business and not really, you know, water them down with it, it, it's all glamorous and, and glorious. But um, I came, I, I, man, this seller called me in January of 2014, and now we're in um, December. She called me in January wanting to sell the house. And we did a little back and forth. We, we agreed on a number, and we agreed on $20,000. I was, I was saying to myself, I can easily sell this thing um, in this particular neighborhood, and she ended up giving the house to a family member and that didn't uh, work out right. Um, this person wasn't the most responsible person. So she ended up calling me back like three or four months later and said, hey, look, um, I'm ready to do this. We signed the contract almost within a week. 
I got it sold for $31,000. I was going to make 11 grand on this house. No work off of a $250 um, bandit sign campaign. And from us, let's say May, from me having a buyer lined up, May ready to close, we didn't close that transaction to October. When we were done with that transaction, I walked away with uh, $300. And the purpose of we, me making that video was to let people know the reality of it. But hey, man, save your money because every month you don't make extravagant amounts of money. And as far as myself, I got hard money payments going out. I have to pay mortgages and I have to pay my mortgage, have my lifestyle. So it's very important for someone to save their money. But to get more in detail of how I went from 11000 to a $300 check was this woman had this woman and she inherited the house. So her in the estate has so many judgments and liens. I walked, she was supposed to get $20,000. She walked away with $400, with $400. I walked away with $300 because all it was was just us having to just keep taking um, reductions on our net proceeds. And it got down to a point, she had so many judgments and liens on this property, that many, that some she knew about, some that she inherited, some from the estate that she walked away from. She walked away with $400 out of 20 grand and out of 11, 11 grand that I was supposed to get was $300. And one of the reasons I stayed in the deal so long was because I wanted to deliver it to my buyer to keep my name good. So I just made sure everything went right and we finally got it closed a few months later. Well, that and you wanted to get rich off the 300 bucks, right? <laughs> <laughs> you say those vacations don't pay for themselves. <laughs> no, that's a fascinating story. And I love hearing real stories of what it's like, uh, you know, to, to wholesale, to, um, fix and flip. And, um, you know, what, what are some case studies around those stories and what we can learn? So are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Yes. A quick word from our best ever sponsor. Best ever listeners, if you want to grow your business, you need an audio product. Contact 24sound at 24sound.com for a free consultation. And remember, you'll get 20% off your first product just by mentioning best ever. Best ever book you've read. I know this is the first time hearing of this book, but uh Rich Dad, Dad. Dad. <laughs> 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 hey, but yeah, let me tell you why, Joe. Uh, the reason why I, I, I say that, that Rich Dad, Poor Dad was the best ever book I read because at that time I read that book. I was um, miserable. I was 26. I was miserable in my life. I was working in a call center, making about twelve fifty an hour. I wasn't getting any promotions. And the site director mentioned this book to me after I made a mistake and telling my job I was an entrepreneur and what I was doing and my, my real plan. And, you know, you shouldn't tell your, your job that you're an entrepreneur, not the wisest thing to do. So he recommended this book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And at this point, I was fed up with life. I swallowed my ego and pride and realized that I didn't have all the answers. So I resigned from my position, a prince of the universe. <laughs> so I, after I went out, read this book. And this book changed my life. And it's some things that he said in this book that um, have affected me forever and made me realize that how much I didn't know. But he said in the book, just because you own four houses doesn't make you an expert on real estate. You have to learn about real estate before investing in real estate. 
Just because you own some stocks doesn't make you an expert in stocks. You have to learn about stocks before investing in stocks. And then that right there made me realize like, wow, I missed the whole step. I never learned about real estate. And that book opened the doors of self-development, opened the doors of me joining my local real estate investment association and starting the process of becoming a student and not being a master of the universe. Best ever listeners, I know you like audio, so you can go to freebesteverbook.com and get a free audio version of a book like that. Best ever personal growth experience and what you learned from it. Just because you don't know doesn't make you not liable. You're still responsible. So with that uh, being said, um, I recently had some issues with the city because I wasn't aware that to work on the gas line in the house that you have to have a permit pulled. And of course, the guy doing the work didn't tell me. And it was a mess um, trying to get the gas turned on and going back and forth with the city and the gas company. But going forward, now I know to find out what do we need a permit for before going into a property. And I just learned so much from that experience, not to depend on people, not to think that things are going to happen on my schedule because they don't. And make sure, the most important lesson, to make sure you do things right the first time. So it doesn't cost, end up costing you more in the end. So basically, to make a long story short, for me, stop being so cheap. Best ever success habit you practice. Go to sleep to, with a self-development book right next to my bed and read at minimum 10 pages a night. What's the book right now you're reading? The Pitch by Oren. It's about basically this guy who raised over $400 million in uh, capital in his career. Best ever deal you've done? Best ever deal I've done, um, I would have to say it was this this year. I made 90K in two months, but you said deals. I just picked one of those deals. We, um, I came across this deal that we bought for 46000 put 155000 into it, sold it for three twelve. We walked away with a check for 91K. Of course, we I did have to split that with a partner, but that's the best ever deal I've ever done. Best ever quote. The best ever quote is by Eric Thomas. After the storm comes this rainbow. So whatever you're going through in life, just remember after that, you're going to see the rainbow and it's going to become beautiful. And I swear that's the truth. One of the most inspirational videos is the one with him in the classroom talking about when your desire to uh, succeed is the same as your desire to breathe. That's whenever you're going to be successful. That's correct. Yeah, I love that video as well. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? The biggest mistake I made in real estate? Uh, being too trustworthy of people. So how do you do background checks now or how do you qualify that trust? Um, well, basically, I don't I don't walk into situations with my checkbook in my hand ready to write and pay people. So um, what I do is I get uh, I'm kind of referring to like contractors. But even with people, I um, I look at their personal habits, get to know them first before actually doing things with them and, and look at habits to see what type of things they do. But what I'm talking about is dealing with um, contractors and mainly get them on payment schedules. Do not let them get ahead of the job because once they get ahead of a job, for some reason, it's, it's always a excuse on why your your stuff is not getting done once they get ahead. So you put people on payment schedule, ask for some references, ask for um, their GC license, get a copy of that, ask for their insurance and get a copy of that as well. 
and also look at their past work. Very important to look at their past work. And what's the best ever place to reach you? I'm going to say on my blog, which is uh, realestateduru.com. And that's duru, D-O-R-U.com. Some people say, you made a mistake, man. I'm supposed to be gurus and no duru because I'm not a guru. I'm a duru because I actually do this business. So if you go to my blog, Real Estate Duru, that's D-O-R-U, Real Estate, D-O-R-U.com, you can reach me there. You can get my YouTube channel, which is YouTube.com slash Real Estate Duru, Instagram, Real Estate Duru, and you can reach me at those places. Well, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your advice and your your uh, success and your challenges and what you've learned and your story. Um, definitely a lot of takeaways for the best ever listeners. And I'm very grateful to have you on the show and uh, I, I wish you the best. I'm looking forward to staying in touch. Thanks a lot, Joe. And I uh, wish you the best as well. And good luck with everything that you're doing. Hey, you best ever listener. Do you want more? Then head to JoeFairless.com where there are tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And if you want Joe to personally help you reach your goals, then go to the Work With Joe tab on JoeFairless.com and apply to, well, Work With Joe.